Hello, everyone, and welcome to the final 2023 recap. It is 2024. All that's left for us to do is to talk about the month of December to round out the year. Justin, Derek, and Jacob, 2023 is in the books. How are we feeling? About fucking time. <laughs> I'm ready for 2024. I say that, and the start of 2024 you has been that awful. 2024 has kind of fucked you up. 2024 has been awful for me so far. But I've uh, been dealing with the ear infection. How you feeling, by the way? Uh, so it's gotten worse. Uh, oh, still can barely fuck. hear out of my left ear, and now I actually have a cold. Oh no! So I've I've had a stuffy nose for the past two days, and my throat is super dry. So I've been drinking a shit ton of water. But we we doing it anyway. We we making it work. So yeah, things have been better. Well, I don't think any of us have been to any concerts. So I guess we can just go straight yeah. into it, right? <laughs> I don't feel like there are any concerts like in general. I don't think like any even came near me this month. Or I guess last month now. It's very strange to be talking about it retroactively. Yeah. I'm trying to. I feel like there was something that came I, to I was, Connecticut. I was gonna go there. to Varsity. Um, forget who they were touring with, but they couldn't even cross the border. So mm. that, that was, was a early that was a non-point show, right? I don't even know. I don't. I don't yeah, you're you're I right. That that reminds because that show was coming to Hartford like December second or something, and I didn't go. I don't think any bands I was following were doing shows. Um, Plus, I just want I wanted December just to like breathe with yeah. all the awards we were doing. Yeah, I was we like, I don't want to lock on pause. No, we've started back up. And we we've started back up, but all of December we had to a, put our uh, Pokemon Nuzlocke on pause, and it was going to be a travesty that, but... in multiple ways. Dude, I didn't even. I barely even listen to music after the awards season. I was so. <laughs> burnt out i feel like that also like reflects i mean i guess december is always a quieter month too but like even in this like we've got what like 20 singles like yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's always I feel like there have been either. some really good decembers in past years but they are generally like most bands by december are like they're not releasing stuff around christmas time no and if they are it's like a reimagined or something or a christmas cover so shout out Wilborn. Um, supremacy forever <laughs> but there were quite a lot of releases earlier in december um and that's what we are going to be talking about uh today so if you want to keep up to date follow us heading into 2024 be sure to follow at hive mind radio underscore on instagram and twitter uh subscribe to our youtube channel hive mind radio and uh, follow us on spotify at hive mind radio recap let's get started with our first song of the month uh our promise have dropped brand new song satisfaction are you satisfied? They charge you up and you up. You just to survive. Jake? Now, as the as the resident R Promise enjoyer here, I'm curious to see if this one got any of you guys. Cause to be expected, I really enjoyed this. But did any of you? I am happy to report. That our promise has finally delivered a song that I can put confidently into the playlist. I've been waiting for years. It's what Let's I'm go. gonna call the Jack Bergen effect, in that so many different like mm -hmm. I feel like uh the lead singer for Void of Vision. Vision. 
sing. Or oh, that's why I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was that the he had a feature on the alt album. I didn't research so, anything after that. Oh <laughs> so I feel like there's like this very specific style of like raspy, almost sing screamy, but not really uncleans that I at least I associate like, like landmarks kind of too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I guess so, kind of the European <laughs> type of thing, which I guess our European special. Out. Yeah, I I just find that style of vocal very interesting, like really sonically pleasing to listen to in terms of uncleans. And I think more in this song than any other uh, Our Promise song that I've heard, he kind of taps into that almost vocal fry style. Um, and that was the bit that really got me. Like beforehand, I thought the uncleans were good, but they felt a little... I don't want to say generic, but like nothing like I haven't heard. But this, it blends that with that kind of raspier version and creates like, in my opinion, the complete package. It's nothing like groundbreaking, but for my personal taste, this is more along the lines of what I wanted to hear than any other Our Promise single. This is definitely a step up from Evoke, which was the last single that we talked about. I don't want to say back in like March or something like that. I don't know. It was mm. a while. They, they released two songs early 2023 and then went quiet for a while. Um, but yeah, I thought this was great. I think the chorus is huge. Um, and it's also got an expectedly sick breakdown. Um, I think the two vocalists bounce off each other. Amazing. Like usual to be expected at this point. And I'm hoping that they got like an album or an EP cooking, um, coming into 2024. But if not, I'm down for more singles from this band. Um, this band, they've gotten pretty big. They're sitting at 260,000 monthly listeners right now. So damn. They are, I feel like they were one of the small bands that I discovered way back, and they got surprisingly big somewhat out of nowhere. I was going to say, when did I, dude, that is a surprising number to me. Yeah. Last I heard that was not that high. Good for yeah. them. But. Uh, unfortunately, the album uh, or the, the band uh, stays in the territory of I like them when they feature. There are a select few bands, I feel like, that occupy that space. Yeah. Shout out Sleeping with Sirens. Shout out Sleeping with Sirens. (laughs) Yeah. I don't got too much more to say. So, Derek, you got these next three songs. Yo, I feel like I never get a run of songs. There's always, like, Justin Time or Jake Time, you know? But, like, I never, I I feel like my ads never end up back-to-back. This is very surprising for me. Um, with that said, Jake was still involved with this next one because he showed me Thirst, the newest single from a band called Cold State. Shout out YouTube recommended for this one. For real. YouTube recommended and TikTok in particular, really. I, my TikTok feed has started to like out of nowhere show me heavy music and i'm very surprised by it Um, country for a lot and i don't know why ah yes justin the country music enjoyer (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be a dark day when justin drops a morgan long song in this playlist just anyway uh (laughs) retroactively the better me featuring hardy by Beartooth is justin's favorite song of the year Justin, Justin, I agree. This reminds me of uh, like I, I, I couldn't place it forever, 
the vocal melody, I think it's in the chorus in here, maybe in one of the verses, is this almost the same as the chorus of Deep End by Archetypes Collide. Like the, that oh, same sort okay. of like aggression and like bounciness. I see it. I see it. Yeah. What um, what I really enjoyed about this is just like how groovy and pissed off it is. Like yep. there is no like three minute. If your song is groovy and pissed off for three minutes, I'm sold. Like I feel like a lot of those. I don't want to say deathcore because this isn't deathcore, but songs with only uncleans can feel a bit monotonous at times. I think this does a great job of keeping that like bouncy energy going throughout all of it. It reminds me almost of this other band, any of you familiar called Enox, I think it's E-N-O-X, who are like kind of genty, like bouncy, pissed off music. Like this is right up that alley, right up my alley. Yeah, I shout out Jake, really. I mean, I don't have like too much to say about it. It's just one of those songs. That, it's like, pissed off it metalcore. Fucks. If you like pissed yeah, off if... metalcore, this is pissed off metalcore. This is this is pitch perfect pissed off metalcore. PPPM. <laughs> That's what we'll go with. PPPOM. That's certainly a uh, <laughs> Oh, I hate movies. that. That's an acronym of all time for sure. We will not be time. making a playlist for that. <laughs> oh yeah speaking we, of we we made a playlist for uh drive for the, ter- the term we uh coined during was it the award show that we it was during the awards. Did we? yeah it was during yeah, the- okay yeah shout out dead lakes go listen to our awards episode that. if you haven't shameless plug that's basically for fans of dead lakes yeah <laughs> i guess no oh, no. and five hours of us <laughs> we would never spoil kind of sort of maybe speaking of drivecore but not really but also yes uh our next song is alone the newest single from if not for me I cannot for the life of me remember. We've talked about this band before, right? No. Yes. We haven't. I I know for a fact that we haven't. Because I have been wanting to add this band into our recaps for like well over a year now. But I have been patiently waiting for the right time to do so. And you just got to it before I could. Okay. Well, see, that makes me feel better because I was like, I I know I listened to to Eulogy, that 2022 album. And I'm like, incredible album. I just rediscovered this. And I'm like, well... The, the the our podcast like instagram account follows them but i was like fuck i don't i feel like we haven't talked about them um so yeah i unlike jake i guess maybe i need to go revisit i wasn't quite as high on the 2022 album i thought it was good nothing like super great uh but then tiktok pointed me to blameless which then i saw oh they've got four singles for an upcoming album coming out and blameless is one of them I may as well listen to them um and all of them were quite good this in particular to me feels like drivecore adjacent but almost if it was like with more of a post-hardcore tinge like i get that same sort of vibe from the vocalist i feel like if the instrumentation was a bit more toned down it would almost sink into that category or very close to it um i like how we talk about drivecore like we everybody knows what it is <laughs> yeah. look they're gonna know it's gonna go on the wikipedia page this moment it's gonna be linked right to here you heard People it here first we're establishing the sound it's like it's like oh like knock loose is like what metalcore adjacent like this is drivecore adjacent like we're branching out we're developing Some, the, the someone's gotta start it i mean we we're helping the world out the wide wide web of drivecore 
By the way, Derek, I'm really glad you showed us until I wake volume two. That's what I was going to say. This is until I wake little brother. This is until I wake little brother. I almost like I, I saw the credits for this, and I think somebody named Cody was on it, and I had to like double take. I'm like, this is Cody from Until I Wake. Like, <laughs> which Formerly on I guess Until I Wake. Shows how ahead Until I Wake kind of were, I guess, in that sort of sound. I feel like there's been a lot of bands like this popping up recently. Me personally, I love this sound, so I will always take more of it. It's very safe, but it's very well executed. I did not really know anything besides eulogy about this band prior i think this is off of an upcoming album that just i hope so to my knowledge isn't released i but thought i saw something about it i don't I, I really have no idea if if it's not off an album i'm gonna be kind of mad because these four these four uh, songs are grouped together in the release right like there's gotta be mm-hmm. something there's gotta be i something, hope it's not yeah. an ep I mean, hey, if it's an EP, well, we I can mean, use a good EP. EP. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. After last Following year, up 2023, we could use a banger EP. God, we could use a lot of banger EPs. Yeah. But whatever this is going to be on, along with these other singles, this is going to be a great release <laughs> to be determined. Um, I This is definitely a band that I could see, maybe not this year, but with like the presence that they have on social media and the fact that they're popping up, like I could expect to see this band kind of take the same trajectory as until I wake did that kind of like sudden explosion into, you know, half a million, 600, 700,000 monthly listeners. And hopefully not the subsequent implosion, but time will tell, I suppose, rest in peace until I wake kind of, I don't know who knows what's going on. there. Probably. Yeah. I didn't realize that blameless went as viral as it did. Um, yeah, shit's I up. thought I th- I thought it was the weakest single of these four. Really? Um, yeah. I wow. I loved Demons. If I if June wasn't so crazy, Demons was mm-hmm. my next song that I was gonna add into that playlist. And then if July wasn't so crazy, Feel Me Now was like first or second in line for July. I love those two songs. Demons actually made my Spotify wrapped. And then Blameless and Alone, I think, are both really solid, but they don't hit as hard as Demons and Feel Me Now. Um I, I kind of don't want to say too much because I want to wait for a full release from this band to drop before I go like too in-depth with the past singles. But yeah, this band is, for fans of Until I Wake, this is straight up your alley. And I hope that they reach the same level of success. Because they deserve it. And I guess going back to Eulogy, I listened to that album uh, late 2022. So like not right when it came out, but I listened to it late in the air. Songs like Better Days, Burn, and Powerless in particular really stuck with me. Um, so, yeah, I definitely think Eulogy is also worth a shout. And I think Eulogy was probably like a top 20 album of uh, 2022 for me. It was like in that, like, not exactly top 10 contention, but it was like not too far off as far as I remember. Um, and I think th- whatever release they have coming up next is like making another Dark Horse run with these uh, stretch of singles here. Sewer person is back with his newest single imp blood off an upcoming album mud coming out on February 2nd. So I'm, I think this is going to be one of the, 
first releases of his that I'm going to be able to like actively see in real time because he always he drops a bunch of albums on spot or on uh, SoundCloud rather and then they always get uploaded to Spotify like later so I never know if they actually came out in the given year or not um I really appreciate his ability to like he always manages to keep it hype without getting rid of any of the vibe i guess and the best way that i can describe it is like how do i put this he creates this like monotone style for a lot of his music where the song doesn't always peak or build it just kind of keeps going from the start but it starts so high that it never really falls off or lets you go so you can just kind of like zone out and feel the vibe of it while it still keeps that quick tempo and it's not something that I see from a lot of other artists, um, either in the emo rap scene, the underground scene, the mainstream pop rap scene. Like, it's a really, I feel like, unique talent that he has. Um, I also, I think the star of this is honestly the little, like, chiptune bell beat in the background. I love when beats get produced like that and, like, that sort of fast-paced, sonically, like, it keeps something in the background to keep your attention while the rest of it's going on, which is why it serves his kind of mono uh, monotone style so well. Um, I'm very interested to see how the rest of this album goes. Eric Godlow is somebody who he's been working with for a long time um, in terms of production. So I have a feeling that they're going to be able to like really knock this out of the park. I will be interested to see if, because that, that monotone style, right, and the production that goes along with it, works really well in like an individual playlisted song i'm gonna be very interested to see how it'll work in terms of an album um swamp 2 which made my top 10 albums of 2021 had a bunch of different producers on it so it allowed for that ebb and flow with this i don't know we'll see um might be able to go see this live in a week i don't know if i'm gonna be able to make it i hope i can i think he's out there with garden uh tommy ice a couple other people so We'll see, but this has got me very interested in this album cycle. Um, a lot of his recent stuff has been hit or miss for me, but this one really hit, and I'm excited to see how the album sounds. Jacob, you still like not really fuck with Sewer Person? Not really. I've seen him live okay. too. And I just, <laughs> I just, I, I, this is kind of off topic, but mm-hmm. <laughs> randomly... At the show, I, I had to go to the bathroom, right? And he's just randomly in there, casually saying hi to people in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, okay. So weird. <laughs> so we got an interesting song up next. Uh, Architects have dropped a new single, Seeing Red. And it's fantastic. It's pretty damn good. I... Go ahead, Jake. Sorry, I don't think good. it's as good as my favorites from the classic symptoms or for those that wish to exist, but it's a damn good architect song. I feel like all it took was them parodying themselves and their own fans to make like a song in this <laughs> newer style worth listening to. Like... <laughs> No, but the real question is, guys, are you happy now? Yeah, I, I would say yes. Yes, yeah, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty happy with this. Yeah, I didn't like a damn thing off of that last album, whatever it's called. And I mean, you know me, I'm the resident architects hater. I just wish everything could sound like for those who wish to exist. But 
what I really, really enjoy about this is that they're not taking themselves too seriously anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, it works because they they know at the end of the day, as I'm sure bands like Wage War do when they write songs like Death Roll, like they know what like a certain subsect of their fans want. And if they focus well, even, on that, they can deliver it well. Even Wage War made a song like this, right? With High Horse. Yeah, mm-hmm. and High Horse is really good. Like, I think that's what that's what they don't understand. I feel like it's like it's fine if you push your boundaries, but like sometimes shit's just boring. And if you throw in stuff like this, where it's fun and exciting to listen to, and like you can feel the like I don't give a shit energy in it, then it's gonna make me want to listen to it. Like, I don't know. I feel like what they were going for here kind of backfired. Maybe I'm outing myself as like one of the complainers. But I feel like I, that also can't be it because I don't like their older material either. I'm I'm the objective, unbiased party that they couldn't account for. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I really like this a lot, though. I can't believe I'm saying that about an architect song after that last album. But this was this was damn good. See, yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of in the middle as well. Like I don't mind some of their older material. I think for those that wish to exist is their best album. Mm-hmm. But the last album was their worst album. Um, so maybe I'm one of the haters too. I don't really know. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I didn't really take it to Twitter or anything. I just kept it like in within the podcast, I feel yeah. like. So, well, see, Sam I Carter guess part, heard I you. guess we're part of the problem. Yeah. <laughs> he heard our review of the album. Was like, <laughs> I gotta write this fucking song. I hate the guys on the hive mind. Except Jake. Except for Jake. Yeah. <laughs> I like the last album, so I get a pass, I guess. <laughs> That's, I was actually, Jake Gets a Pass was the breakdown call out in this. <laughs> There's Jake, Jake Gets a Pass. <laughs> I do want to touch on before I move on. The guitar riff in this song goes stupid. Like the main it riff really after the opening, like the, I don't, I don't know what the fuck noise to call it, but it makes a fun little noise. It makes me happy. Yes, I am happy now. Um, <laughs> That's all I was saying. It's all these things. It's like, yeah, are you happy now? Like we did the thing. Like, yeah, this is literally all, all we wanted. Like, I'm curious if this is going to be a standalone single or if this is going to be a part of an album. Uh, so I think this is a rare exception where this could actually make sense. as just a standalone. Who knows? I really don't know. What Isn't the artwork is. the same? It's the spaceman from uh, For Those That Wish To Exist, right? Doesn't he dress like that on the cover? Oh yeah, it is. I didn't notice that. Hmm. So maybe it is. To rest. <laughs> him to rest is crazy. Um, shit. What was I gonna say? I don't remember. <laughs> this is their touring most popular song. song now, too. <laughs> They're touring on this this song. This announced a tour, which I haven't bought tickets to, but I'm debating on if I should. It's with the Vice and Man, and while she sleeps, so. <sighs> I'm like also that's... thinking about that, to be honest. If I get mm. a lot of te- if I get a lot of tether on that of mice and men set mm-hmm. list, I'll be like, yeah, probably go to it. No, they're actually just gonna be playing Mushroom Cloud and Oliver like from Mushroom. Sky. Oh, really? I like, I, like I, just, from Sky. I just I just tried to pick <laughs> songs that were like opposite of tether. <laughs> I kind of just want to hear, like, Architects classics. Like, I don't love a lot of Architects' older discography, but, like, I feel like getting to hear Doomsday and Animals Live would just be insane. God, 
you labeling animals an older architect song is just that's classic. Like no animal no no i'm not <laughs> saying animals is a classic like that's a newer one it's but been like, four years since animals by, almost bro by classic i'm yeah. saying like one of the, some of their most like notable popular songs yeah, like when you think of architects you think of doomsday you think of animals those are the songs that you think of i feel like you think of like um what's the other song from holy hell that's really good or that people really like death is not defeat oh yeah, yeah like that one. no i think hereafter is the most popular maybe one. hereafter i don't know i didn't really love holy hell all that much but like i feel like getting to hear architects live just for like their most popular songs that i enjoy would be like a, like i feel like the live environment has to be insane for those songs but anyway i feel like we've said enough oh, yeah. about the uh, architects in i song. remember what i was gonna say though have you guys seen the music video Yes, I don't remember. It. Yes, yeah, I remember. Like, <laughs> During the break, the breakdown is so funny. It's just like uh, Sam staring at the camera, and he does not look pleased. Oh, oh I remember now. I remember now. Remember. Very yep. disinterested. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's because so like funny. music videos are usually like super fast cuts, but they just leave the extended cut of. Just the camera looking at Sam. And he's for like, he's, four he's like out, slightly out of focus, and it's just like, let me see if I can grab a screenshot. God, this shit is so funny. I, I hope, I, you know, part of me hopes that it's meta and they're just playing into it. Part of me hopes that he's like actually mad about it. <laughs> oh, they are. Have you seen Dan? Dan on Twitter is very angry about it. Well, he can cope. <laughs> at the end of the day, they're touring off of it. It's their most popular song right now. Like, Maybe. You know what? I'm probably going to buy a ticket. Yeah. I was about to say, if it's coming anywhere near me, that sounds like a good live show. That's it's part one of the tour, so I I assume there's a second one. If there's a, it's called part one. <laughs> 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 anyway. Justin. It's about to say. You've been very quiet. It's his time. <laughs> it is my time. Um, I don't know if we talk about... Uh, this upcoming artist on the podcast, uh, but Reese Young um, dropped an EP earlier in 2023 um, and just got signed to UNFD and dropped his new single, Dark. Having gone back and listened to that EP and listening to this, I'm kind of glad it's separate. I think a lot of the yeah. EP is actually a little bit better than this, but it's it's still still good. I was going to say that this is better than everything off of the Advance EP, other than, um, oh, what's the name of the song? Uh, something Different. I think this is more oh, memorable you're... than everything other than Something Different. You're weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's a good Justin. In like a non-mean way. It's just like so strange to me because I feel like this is so much weaker than the rest of the album. Like it's still. Okay, I agree. But... I, I, anytime like I listen to this song, I think of endless riots. I'm like, endless riots is good. Smile. So um, something I'm interested in. Hold on. You can keep going, Justin. I'm just trying to look at production credits on this. Well, I, I was also just going to mention um, one thing I really like about this artist um is the the kind of darker tone to a lot of the instrumentation 
that's no secret that I like some artists that do that pretty well. Um, and I feel like it's almost like a driving factor in some of the newer stuff he's put out, uh, especially if off anything off of advance. I, I feel like that sound was fairly prominent. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a familiar take in, in this song, but I feel like it's drowned out too much. I, I don't think there's enough shift in between that that darker atmosphere for it to really differentiate itself, anything off of the EP. And having that come before this, uh, I, I feel like it makes it a weaker prog- product because of it. I agree. It's not, it's the same. Something I'm interested by is the fact that it's the same producer as advance. It felt like it was mixed and produced with a little bit less like punchiness to me. I don't know. Mm. It just all kind of like blended together a little bit. It's by all means, not a bad song. And I'm happy that like, Hey, we discovered him before he got signed. So we can say we were here first. Um, <laughs> but that like also that he's being given a chance and I, I we've seen on that EP, he's got the talent to, to do it. I just, I'm, would hope that for a new material from somebody who started off with a debut EP that strong, you assume it's just going to get better. So for it to be like, eh, and be a little more iffy on it is, I don't know. I don't want to say discouraging, but now I don't know what the rest of whatever his time with UNFD is going to look like. We'll see. I'm going back to some of his newer stuff, and apparently he had fucking Jaden, uh, I think, uh, Silar. Uh, apparently he had another EP back in 2022, and he had Jaden from Silar and the original vocalist of Palisades featuring one of his songs on. Why did I never know this? I didn't either. Wow. All right, that's going in the queue. Yeah. <laughs> I I will say, um, off of Dark, I really like the the instrumentation in the the solo. Mm. Uh, right before the final chorus um i thought it, it was really familiar and it, while it did harken back to the ep and i know i referenced it a lot i think it separates itself pretty well with that mm. um and just kind of makes it um pretty good to go back to um uh, and definitely like look more forward into this this artist because i feel like he's got some phenomenal talent for 58,000 monthly listeners, solo project. It feels like he's done stuff before. Like other other bands. Shit seems very... It almost gives me, like, not necessarily sonically, but, like, a Loveless vibe in terms of he might have been writing for other artists for a while or been in the scene for a while before getting into music. Julian was in a band called Remember the Monsters before he got big. Before Loveless got real big i'm trying to see if there was anything immediate off of reese's stuff to make it known of like what other projects he was on but i don't see anything so oh he toured with palisades that's also why the feature that makes sense yeah okay uh that's about it i had on this uh check out reese young's uh ep uh we may have talked about it at another point in December, I don't know. Go check out the awards. Hypothetically speaking, we may have mentioned it. Potentially in a world where that EP may or may not have been in the episode that we recorded, you may or may not be able to hear about it. 
<laughs> now you're making it obvious. <laughs> <laughs> On what I think which somebody correct me if I'm wrong, is a new band for the podcast. Spoken have released their newest single, Reflection. This was another, I'm a victim of TikTok moment. Um, There's just this one account that's like, here's a new metalcore song for your playlist. And like half the time it's like, oh yeah, we've been on these guys for a while. And the other time I'm like, who the fuck? <laughs> like, which is nice. It's nice to hear new young metalcore. I feel like Justin sometimes, I'm not gonna lie. Here's like, the thing about this band. I don't know if you checked their Spotify bio. No, I but, didn't. But uh, this band has been around since like the late 90s, apparently. What? What the fuck? Wait, one of them looks old. What is this? <laughs> like, yeah, they, they have an album uh, from 2000. And they have an album in March of this year dropping. It's their 10th studio album called Reflection. Well, let's fucking go, boys. I like Architects. The crazy. other thing that's weird about this band is that uh, this band played at Capulet Fest, and I got to hear like a couple of their songs live. Uh, but they were playing like right in between like a couple of other bands that I was more interested in seeing. So I didn't really fully pay attention to their set, but I was like, oh, that, they sound decent. And then I never really ended up digging too much further into it. But now that they're here, I am a little more interested. I will this probably be giving that was... album a listen when it comes out. I don't love this song, but like I enjoyed the like two or three songs that I heard live when they played at Capulet Fest over the summer last year. Mm-hmm. And like there's there's promise in this i think the queen vocals especially yeah shine in this song i'm not as huge on the harsh vocals but they're a little too gritty for me i feel like but mm. it almost this I is just one them, song so who's to say them being around for so long makes sense because i feel like the verses especially like not not the pre-chorus but the verses really have this new metal cadence to them and like instrumentation and and I, I don't know. It makes sense. I, it reminded me a lot of like a band like Corn, or maybe I guess in the vein of like almost Limp Biscuity. Not really, but it, Limp Biscuit in terms of delivery, not in terms of sound. He doesn't sound like um. Oh God, why am I forgetting the lead vocalist of Limp Biscuit? This is like cornerstone scene knowledge. Fred Durst. Um, but I, I feel like this is a kind of sound in terms of the new metal core that like outside of bands like alpha wolf and certain other ones like we don't really get it very often and i really appreciate them leaning into that more i agree jake i think the clean vocals are definitely the highlight of this they remind me of the like the fallout era crown the empire and that's like a kind of delivery that we kind of get out of new crown the empire not really i think this if i can even make that comparison maybe also because the chorus has the words in another life in it which like the delivery on that is like my favorite part of the song bar none. um i don't know it's just like it feels like they're taking vocal styles that harken back to i guess the 2000s early 2010s and incorporating them with like a newer fresher sound and it's really not something that we get from a lot of bands nowadays which is nice to hear um i like how slow and wide open the breakdown was too there wasn't a lot of chugging there was like chug chug open space to just 
mosh and circle pit. I would love to see this song live. Maybe if they pull up to next Capulet Fest, I'll come pull up, Jake, and we can go. And, and we can cool. celebrate my birthday. Facts. Exactly. It's all coming together. But no, this definitely a band to keep an eye on. I really hadn't checked out their Spotify profile all that much. I'm very surprised they've been around that long, but having heard this song, it also makes sense. So, Shout out, Spoken. I will definitely be listening to this album when it comes out. If there's an album attached to this, Sleeper Top 10, if the album's anywhere near as good as this for me. Speaking of Sleeper Top 10 albums. I was just about uh, to say. (laughs) (laughs) This next one, maybe not. Uh, Letter Sent Home have dropped brand new single, Elements. And uh, technically the album has been announced, but we're going to save that for the January recap because uh, it Mm. wasn't announced at the time of this single dropping. Anyway, Elements is the other half of Letters Sent Home Sound. Request Denied is their more pop rock type of energy. This is them leaning into EDM-influenced dark pop, and I love it. This band has single-handedly made me fall in love with this type of sound, and I am very happy about it. Just the, the way that the drop in the chorus unexpectedly hits out of nowhere. But it also just works so well on top of just such a melodic vocal delivery and the piano. It's just this band can do no wrong. And I say that every time we talk about them. I really like the big room trap influences on this. It's so I feel like this is definitely one of those unsung bands that like quietly or maybe I guess not so quietly um really excels at integrating edm and electronics into their music like waves was fantastic this is fantastic. this is definitely in the same sphere as waves yeah a little less melodic i guess a little more in your face but it works i mean they just this almost reminds it's like waves and the kind of more aggression side of uh we're not gonna die kind of like mm. came together and at least stylistically and this is the byproduct of it and i love this i think this is fantastic um i guess we've heard did you listen to the the closer i've only I listened to it about 20 times oh okay well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a couple maybe a couple uh, times it sounds we, are, we are in for a very special treat with this album i think Hopefully the rest of the album will live up to the singles, whether it be this one or the ones we've heard since then. But given how consistent this band has been, knock on wood, I have no doubt that they'll be able to pull it off. Might have Jake's earliest <laughs> top 10 lock of the year. Yeah. We'll <laughs> yeah. More we on could that have seen month. it coming. More on that next month. <laughs> um. I just want to highlight some of the lyrics in this song. Uh, the song name being Elements and the way it ties together in the lyrics of We're as fierce as fire, as wild as air and lighter. We're as strong as water, as broken as the earth. It's a little cheeky, but it works. It works. Anyways, let's move on. Rivals have dropped brand new single, Nobody Loves Me. and yeah this is this is really good i didn't spend a ton of time with this song 
Uh, of the three Jake picks that we have here, I think this is uh, the one I spent the least amount of time with, actually. Which may come as a surprise, but we'll get to the next song after this. Uh, <laughs> rivals are as incredible as ever. Kaylee sounds as incredible as ever. Um, this is their first release since um, Seb and Mickett left the band. So it's just uh, Kaylee and Josh as a two-piece now um, with like touring musicians backing them up. And they have not missed a beat. I feel like... No. Kaylee is just leaning into like I don't the baddie type of thing even yeah. more. Yeah, yeah. Like it's been, it's been a trend like over the like the past like year or two that they have been leaning more into the baddie type of persona and they nail it. Baddie core, we're saying it. This on the podcast. this isn't baddie core. This isn't baddie core. <laughs> we're not. <laughs> We have any baddie core in the playlist this month? I think there's arguably one. Arguably one, yeah. But I also feel like I also Uh feel like this is one of the heaviest songs that they have put out in a while. Compared to everything off of like their last few songs. Like compared to Man Eater, They Don't Love You. Like Bleeding Star was fairly heavy, but I feel like even still this gets this chugs a lot harder. This chug's probably the most since Fake Rich, which was like three years ago at this point, four years ago, maybe even. Not three years ago, I think. That's still probably my favorite rival song. Yeah. Fake Rich is incredible. I will forever remember uh, when I saw them live and the chills that I got when the breakdown of Fake Rich hit. Like, goddamn. Not my favorite rival song. Uh, Are You Listening means a little too much to me at this point, but. Uh, mm. Fake Rich is an honorable second. I feel like the, their description for themselves on Spotify is uh, alternative dark pop rock, and I feel like they just nailed every single adjective that I would yes. use to describe the genre of this song. Like they they hit the nail on the head with that. Like yeah. this is they have found their sound. I feel like these past couple of singles, and even if this one is like you said, I agree, it's a bit heavier. I feel like they've really just dialed in on perfecting the specific side of pop rock i this this is fucking fantastic i love this band shout out rivals shout out kaylee shout out shout out josh on the drums pterodactyl threesomes <laughs> whatever it was that too <laughs> yep true god damn it <laughs> reset the counter days without you any shame too. Are you feeling oh. any shame? Haha, <laughs> funny transition moment. The City is Ours has released a brand new single, Shame. Now, in a similar vein to Thirst by Cold State, which we talked about earlier in this episode, The City is Ours have come back pissed as fuck. They're mad. They're mad, and this is, this is one of the... I listen to the song, and I'm like, oh, that's in the I'm fucking pissed playlist. There are some, like, shorter, super heavy songs that are a little too much for me, and then there's others that hit that I'm fucking pissed type of sound <laughs> that I'm looking for, and oh boy, does this one hit it. The delivery on, I think it's all in my head, because all I can feel is shame, and then the pause for the riff and the chorus, uh, and then the... I think it's happening again. It's happening again. 
just the delivery on those lines are just incredible and not to mention the instrumentation on the song just it gets heavier and heavier as the song progresses this this is one of those songs that it's under three minutes and it's pissed off and you can kind of just throw it on repeat for a while and get mad and stomp your feet around and have a good time too i really like that I don't know what to call it, guitar switch up a little bit or in like the minute 20 mark. Do you know what I mean? Like it's mm -hmm. that I, I was feeling it. And then that hit and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I see where we are. I see yeah. what's going on here. Yeah. Like, I feel like they've been on such an upward trend since their 2019 album. Like the 2019 album was yeah. like good. It had some good songs. Out, it had some good songs, but it had some meh songs. Yeah. And then their last they, album was mostly really good. In my opinion, anyway. I agree. This is a promising start for whatever's coming next. I assume it's another album because they've been quiet for a fair bit at this point. A lot of pissed off metalcore this month, actually. There was a surprising lot of pissed off metalcore for January. Maybe that's a trend for uh, 2024. No, the, December. The, retu the return of pissed oh, off yeah, metalcore in December is just a teaser. Because generally 2023 was an underwhelming year for metalcore, we feel like. So maybe yeah. December is like giving us a tease for what 2024 has to offer who knows it's a whisper uh -oh. of the year to come not, i just realized looking... oh. <laughs> too good justin uh, and i are i was about to say when you have me <laughs> on the other hand <laughs> i don't I think realized... i put off any pissed off metalcore no no pissed off metalcore from justin or jacob actually i realize we all hey. have a it's we all have three song easy. runs this month in the playlist. I just noticed. We got through Jake's. We did mine. We're about to do Justin's and Jacob's at the end. <laughs> Jake has got a few. Save the best for last. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do here at the Hive Month. <laughs> uh, Every award season. <laughs> uh, leave are back with their newest single, When I'm Gone. Stan Fox. Yeah. They can't. I feel like everything you've shown of me has been so, like, undeniably solid. Like, there's no cracks in it. Like, it's just. It exists and it's very good. I don't I know how else to put it. This Dead Dreams and Voices we talked about on the podcast this year. I don't feel like we talked about it. I just feel worse. Um, those are all the singles that were released this year. But Leave have been on a tear this year with what they've put out. Um, previously, I was really going into Absence and Phantom. And all of the releases they've put out this year have been really, really good. You've got really good vocal delivery uh, all throughout the song. Um, you've got a really catchy chorus the lyric instrumentate like lyric implementation with mm. the instrumentals works really well his um vocal cadence during the chorus uh when it shifts into uh maybe i'll start losing sleep when i'm gone really really good um it's got a really good, catchy guitar solo into a uh, instrumental breakdown with a little bit of a 
harsher vocals, not not heavy, but you can definitely tell it's not the same cadence that he's singing throughout the most mm. of the song. And it it just works. I don't know if uh this is off of anything. I want to I want to hope it's an album this year. Um 2024 I'm saying um but uh four singles they're they're on the rise these are definitely some of their best songs i still think absence is really strong um there's one other single prior to this year that was really good i forget which one it was um Uh, phantom was the one that i liked it might have been phantom uh i still think dead Uh, dreams is the best uh, of these four Uh, singles this is i think you may be thinking of this I remember us talking about Abyss, and this was good. Either way, Leave are definitely on the upturn, and very curious to see what they have coming into the new year. I didn't spend a ton of of time with this song, because the other three singles I just talked about were a little (laughs) more captivating to me, but I have no complaints with this. They also have only 5,000 monthly listeners, so they sound like they have, like, Twenty-five thousand. Yeah, it needs to be that number. Do I need? To go do I need to mention letters sent home only have eight thousand? That's still. Yeah, yeah. Look, we are the masters of finding these We're small bands. We're working like they. We are doing our part. Okay, these bands we are trying. Are we are trying. Uh, speaking of uh, up and coming bands, we got uh, Lost in Hollywood dropping their next single, "Lost Without You." Justin, I have to ask you, is there a specific like band or artist that this band reminds you of? Because I try when I listen to this, there was one in particular and I couldn't place it. And I was hoping that maybe you'd made a comparison and could tell me because it was like nagging the shit out of me. Oh, God, I I couldn't tell you thinking of it off the top of my head. I guess I'll just have to listen to a really good song more. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! This is really good. They're like, two for two. They are. They Beauty are of, really two for two. Beauty of Death was really good. This is also really good. This might be even better. Beauty of Death was really good. I I feel like Beauty of Death. The the best part about it is that you get the difference in vocal tone. This you get a difference in instrumentation throughout the song. Like I, yeah, I the, love the, way the song builds. It builds really well, and it works really well. Um, given that the single artwork is the same as the Beauty of Death, I can only imagine this is part of some sort of thing releasing at some point, whether it be EP or album. But they all seem attached. Whatever it is, it's gonna sound really good um following leave like they've got another really good instrumental uh breakdown that brings in some electronics in it too it all works so well yeah i don't have too much to add i love the way this song builds and it hits an emotional chord that i think whatever like whether it's an ep or an album i think this is going to be a very important and like it's going to be a very important song on whatever it releases with and just like setting the emotion and the tone for the whole listening experience. 
it really hits that emotional chord for me in with the vocal delivery especially but the lyrically too Derek, that question's bothering me now. I have to know. Hold on. Right? Like it's it's it pissed me off because I'm like this sounds so specifically like somebody else, like another good band. I can't think of what it is. Uh, uh I wanted to say sleeping with sirens, but his vocal delivery isn't that high. Say. I'll have to I'll just have to listen to the song more. We can report back with our findings. Oh no. All right. We got Galleons back with their fourth single off of their upcoming album, uh, Violent Delights. Uh, this is titled Dead Man Wonderland, featuring Rio of X Crystal Lake, now Gnosis. There's nothing All right, I gotta know. How does everyone feel about this? This is the second best single behind um, Dungeon Dweller. Uh... (laughs) I hate to disappoint, Justin. I don't think this album cycle's hooked me yet. I have heard rumors from a guy on Twitter who's had the full album for a couple months that there are some other songs on here that have piqued my attention. But so far with the single releases, this included... I felt very okay about it. There aren't any bad ones. I don't think Galleons can put out like a bad song by any means. I mean, it's Tom mm-hmm. Burton, right? Like it's right. <laughs> the the floor here is very high, but I don't know. I'm still missing a lot of that almost mystical wonder that that first album had. That the peaks of um, oh, what was the 2021 album? I want to say... Uh, is there self-titled? Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I want to say Werewolf and Mike Noah's just a really good song off of it. I feel like the peaks of that album have not been hit with these singles. So I'm left like, yeah. eh. You know, like, it's 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 good. I will never not like a Galleon song, but I'm not super invested in this or the album cycle so far. Yep, and I kind of agree. Um, going off of the these last four singles, um... I don't quite remember how I was during the single run of their self-titled. Um, but I'm also kind of like half and half on these singles. Um, my favorites being Violent Delights and mm. this. Um, this song is really good. Um, I think Rio does a really great job as a feature in this. Uh, he's very prominent in throughout the song, and I feel like the, the style in this song really fits how his vocal dynamic dynamic works um also the the snake in the album artwork referencing his gnosis project i thought was also really smart i didn't realize that um but all in all uh i kind of agree the one thing i'm missing is i would say there's some there's some sort of instrumentation that i enjoy from galleons especially during their self-titled that i feel like is missing i got it a lot from yoka yokosaba dare but mm. i didn't for some reason it didn't resonate with me all that much to keep playing back to it all that often it's also why i didn't include that or dungeon dweller in the the recent recaps mm. um but i wanted to throw this in because i thought the 
the real feature would be different enough to, uh, you know, turn turn some heads a little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah. He he is dropping the closer in January, featuring um, Idola uh, Andrew Wells. Um, and I have to stop myself from listening to that, but I may give in and listen to it because. The, the teaser they posted is really good. Yeah, that teaser was insane. That's that's one of the main ones that's like given me hope for the rest of the album. Like, it sounded really fucking good. But Tom is phenomenal. You know, all of this sounds great. Um, I enjoy the the verses. Like after Rio's feature, where it uh, Tom's vocals um have that like very very familiar air to like a to like a Trent Woodley. Um which by the way we didn't include that Hands Like House the single for good reason. We would probably shit on it. I thought I was uh but uh oh no Galleons is good. Um I kinda expected to to be at where I'm at when it comes to in, trying to <laughs> turn heads on this, but it is what it is. I'm sure we'll uh, discuss the full album in February when it comes out. So, Oh, you can't stop me. <laughs> Sorry. February's going to be an interesting month for albums now that I think of it. We already have like, Between, what, three or four? It's Galleons, Sweden? Normandy, and Amaranth are all dropping albums in February. And I what feel like all three of those are Su- very Sewer person as well? Yeah, I think that's on the second. February's going to be interesting. <laughs> February's going to be March 2023. Not me. <laughs> Something for everybody. Actually, yeah. Normandy's for me. Normandy's for me. Potentially. Yes. Time will tell. I'll get that rabbit. <laughs> Derek, I have you to thank for this next one. I got you. Uh, also, I'm you're, this was, this you're was, the uh, reason. I'm assuming this is a TikTok algorithm find. Uh, this was recommended to me on YouTube, actually. I, oh, I, I literally this month, or I guess last month, and this month too, I suppose. I don't know what the fuck happened. I never look up scene music on YouTube. I never interact with anything about it on TikTok. And suddenly both apps just decided here, have a couple songs. They're all really fucking good. So, anyways, uh, let's talk about it. Gore have dropped their debut single, Prey. This, this is the good shit. This is nice little woman core for Jake. Very woman core up my alley. Add it to the collection. <laughs> Her vocals are so beautiful, man. Yeah, the the slow delivery on "Pray" and the chorus, and like the extended delivery on it, and then like you hit the high note on the second delivery of it. It's just so good. And then she also hits like those harsher vocals at times in the song too. Um, the song opens up like heavy out the gates and then like slows down melodically. Like I feel like we've been saying for a while, but bands are coming out with such impressive debut singles and just yeah. like debut releases in general. That like the bar is so high. Mm-hmm. I feel like this that year is. alone, like several bands have just 
come out of the gates running. And they've had a this band's got a lot of traction right now. They're at 52,000 monthly listeners. The song's got 146,000 streams Damn. for being a debut is crazy. And they have also announced another single for January and a debut EP coming this year. So I'm very interested to hear that. I'm sure we'll be talking about more from them heading into 2024. But this was a very promising start. And I'm glad that you showed me this on uh, January 1st, not December 31st. So if if it comes to it, I can declare this band my favorite find of 2024. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Literally the past three years, my favorite band I've discovered, I have found in like the last two weeks of December the prior year. It feels like it could be, no? Like, I don't know. uh, It's potential. Just off virtue of how fucking good this band is. I mean, the instrumentals, the vocals, everything about this is so... The bar is so high. It is. It's ridiculous. Like, I don't know if there's, like, a bunch of different resources or if it's just, like, the scene is more accessible, but you're right. There's so many fucking new incredible bands and artists out of the gate or they'd only been around for like a year that like i mean good for us to get the good shit but i'm just surprised in a, the best possible way yeah yeah pass it back over to you derek i got nothing oh, else to add here we gotta get a little chill on them uh nessa barrett is back with her newest single girl in new york Now, Nessa Barrett has always been kind of seen adjacent. She blew up around the same time, about like 2020, 2021, I think, as um, a lot of other artists did. Um, Machine Gun Kelly comes to mind. It's like kind of in the... She's not as obnoxious or untalented as Machine Gun Kelly, but like it's that same sort of thing that like people came in and kind of rode that pop punk wave and sort of making pop rock and, and alt rock and that sort of thing. Um, one thing that I, I really appreciated about this, because I haven't listened to new Nessa Barrett material in two years. And what I used to listen to was like fun, enjoyable, like just just a good a good listen, something you have on in the background, like a seven and a half, eight out of ten, whatever. And now as time has gone on, um, I happen to just go back and listen to this and one of her other newer songs, uh, what was it called? Dying on the Inside. And they've gotten really like personal and deep in a way that I feel like has been lacking um, from certain artists. Uh, maybe the closest I would call it would be like an Olivia Rodrigo, but not really. I, if like that would be maybe if I had to like pick a reference the closest that would like make sense. Um, what I really enjoyed about this is just how well like she delivers it with this style. Like it's just mellow, it's chill. You can still hear a little bit of the alt influences, but the pop and kind of low moody vibe is there. It's sad, but in a way that's like I'm kind of like swaying like a slow song that you would find on an album rather than something that's like objectively just like emo and depressing you know it's it's just an easy listen that like i feel like you can anybody who has been in like a a, a rocky relationship or one where like you're the, the other person can kind of relate to um and that's what i really enjoy is that like 
take fucking emo girl i'm gonna riff on machine gun kelly again his music people can't relate to that shit if you do i don't understand because like it's so bland and uninteresting and unspecific and lame when you have artists like nessa barrett that have you know i think she's almost at like six million monthly listeners who are making this kind of alt pop rock or alt pop punk sound not for this song but just in general that they can still keep that personality and that identity i feel like is really impressive which is why i had to add this i guess because it surprised me i listened to the song a lot i've been on a nessa barrett kick recently like definitely uh jake i think if there i would if there's anybody here that i would encourage to look into her discography maybe jacob too but i think you would find a lot to like here if you haven't already listened to. i thought this was okay i didn't really care for this all too much like it was fine a lot of her other music is much more upbeat and has like more guitar driven stuff in it and that sort of thing so yeah but anyway quick little little nefso plug jacob it's time for your three song run what do i know nothing i know nothing garden (laughs) has released the loneliest place in the world Derek, how we feel about this one? You know, I think out of the last three December single drops that he's done, this is the weakest. I would rank this third behind Waterproof and Bad Luck, but I also think that this is really fucking good. We also had... um... Oh, what was it? Lying Awake at Night, right? Yes. Last year. Yes, 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 yes. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, well then this is third above that. I, <laughs> <laughs> I did like that too, but God, there there really is just something about a garden song with a lot of repetition over this kind yeah. of beat. That's just so clinical. Like I may not like... be the biggest garden enjoyer, but I uh enjoyed this more than I expected to. I'm not gonna lie, fellas. Let's go. This is probably, like, I listened to this and it caught me off guard. Because for the most part, a lot of Garden songs, like, the typical emo rap type of sound doesn't really resonate with me. But the, like, more up-tempo of this, kind of similar to Monday in a way, where, like, I kind of resonated with Monday Mm. back when that came out earlier this year. This is probably, like, the second, my second favorite Garden song of the year, I would say. Damn. I've only ever listened to any Garden song, like... Two, maybe three times, but in typical garden. He released a song called Monday, and I thought that was a genuine response. <laughs> Dude, it's it's typical garden fashion. One of your favorite garden songs of the year has to drop in December. It's the perpetual curse <laughs> of being a garden fan. I, you will you will get some sort of release. I also think lyrically, I can resonate to this a little more mm. than some of his other stuff. Yeah. I, that's what I, I I love about it. Like it's very repetitive, but um, it's it's something it, like I, I relate to is just like deadly sin of sloth. You know, mm-hmm. go stay in, stay inside all, all the time and not want to do anything, and then claim that you're lonely because so yeah. kill the you're lazy because <laughs> you're lazy. I think like second guessing the actions that you do like in this i what is the line in here um 
Uh, oh, fuck, where is it? I can't find Oh, yeah, I criticize every line that I once wrote. What do I know? What do I know? Like, the level Imposter of over... Mm-hmm. And the level of overthinking that comes from, like, staying inside all the time and, like, the paradox of being lonely but not bringing yourself out to maintain those relationships or seek them out. And, no, definitely something that I can relate to as well. Which, like, fuck's sake, why everything he drops, I feel like, in one way or another, Dude, feels you know relatable. why? Because like, December's depressing. It is. Like, no, fuck, just winter right. in general. You're right. Winter in general, dude. Dude, that's, that's what, what it is. Oh God, you're so real for that. December's got to be my least favorite month of the year for that exact reason. But shout out Garden to always be putting out something that we can find and relate and listen to and when we're feeling that way in December, because fuck, shit's hard enough without an extra Garden track or two to keep us company. Or four. Or four, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what he said. Oh, yeah, you want to... You had one song last December? <laughs> Here's fucking four. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, my bad, man. More, more on that <laughs> later. Yeah, more on that very soon. How do we feel about Ghost Alice? Better books, prop succulents, collecting dust around the edge of lifeline of resilience unrefined. These two singles made me pre-order the album. Oh, That's really? That's how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Your, uh, your broken record player? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a record player that I haven't set up in the years since I moved. <laughs> I you know what? For it. You know what? Um, the beginning of Seeker reminds me of is... Mm-hmm. It's a song on their new album. I want to say... Let me see the name. I just need to see the track list enough to be able to tell you. Uh... I think I know which one you're talking memory, about. Memory fiction, maybe? I was going to say, it's, a, it's either memory fiction or vanish canvas. I can't remember which. Or maybe it's a closer? What is the closer on that album? Memory fiction. Yeah, yeah, then I think you're it right. I think it's memory, it's memory fiction. fiction. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Piano, Jesse Cash. What more do you need, really? <laughs> like, ever. <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. I really like, I, I like how you can tell that it's Jesse Cash. Well, obviously, because it's fucking Jesse Cash. But, like, if you hear this, you hear the semblances between this and Era, but he's able to expound on it so much or expand on it so much more because there's no, like, need for a breakdown or a chunky riff. Mm-hmm. And you can do more storytelling with the guitar. Like, even Seeker Stretch the Night, My Hazy Eyes in a California Dreamscape, Screaming My Lungs Out, Speeding from the Cops, Crossing Double Lines, Sleepless Nights, Dimensions Undefined, Seeker Breathe, All the Love You Can Find. Like, it's just beautiful. The guitar, his voice, it's all, it's ethereal in era too, but it's a different vibe to it. Whereas here you can just encapsulate it all in one song. And it's, oh, it's just like, I, I feel like every song that he's put out maybe for Ghost Atlas in general, but especially this album cycle has been like the equivalent of a 10 PM drive where nobody's on the road and it's like 73 degrees out. Like it's just such a breath of fresh air. Do we need to update the drive core playlist with a ghost Atlas song? (laughs) Honestly, (laughs) I I would be willing to put seeker in there. I, I guess what I really appreciate about this is that it evokes the same sensation in me that a band like um, Floya does. 
but floya to me represents daytime or like the dawn and ghost atlas is more like the dusk or night i don't i think that that's like the best way i can put it yeah i get it i get it it's just so well executed both of these songs i really really fell in love with i this has taught me also that ghost atlas is more popular than i thought they were and era is less popular than i thought they were just in terms of monthly listeners like era is at like three hundred and eighty nine thousand, i think and ghost wait that's it 27 yeah it feels weird, right? Like, no, I also Cash think I also <laughs> think it's probably that Ghost Atlas is releasing new music and Era hasn't really released Very much of true. anything lately. Very so true. Era's numbers yeah. probably are higher when they are releasing music and Ghost Atlas is probably lower when, you know, not releasing yeah. new music for multiple years. I don't know. Era just feels like such a scene staple to me. But I think we're getting new material from them soon, I want to say. Hopefully. I, I get the... I get era vibes from the in the house of leaves, um, especially like the guitar, of course. Um, mm-hmm. The vocals too. I would say very technical. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like, I, like it, it's more. It's it feels more technical than like a regular Ghost Atlas song for mm-hmm. me. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's definitely the more mathy of the two. I guess would be a way to put it. They're both fantastic, though. Do you have a preference? Do you like In the House of Leaves more than Seeker? I think I like Seeker more. Mm-hmm. I'm right there with you. There's a new single out, I think, this month, too, that I haven't listened to. But well, I think the album also comes out this month. Is that yeah, another it's... February or is it January? No, it's January. January. Okay. We're going to be starting off January very strong, I think. This is gonna, I think I'm, I'm going to fix my record player for this album, I think is what I'm going to do. I'll pull it up on vinyl, because this to me feels like I don't know, there's something about this that I feel like I need to listen to it on a record player. What other it's just the vibes. albums do we have? I don't know. The only other one I know other than this is uh, Charlotte Sands is dropping her debut album. But I don't know if we're going to be talking about that one. I'd be down to. I mean, I feel like I haven't heard any of the singles off of it, I don't think. But, I mean, it's Charlotte Sands. Like, come on. <laughs> like, how I many... How many tracks is this album going to be? I believe 10 or 11. Okay. I'm not 100%. There are four singles. I don't know if I don't know if I'm going to listen to that last single then. I'll probably just wait. If it was like 13 or 15, I would have been like, "Yeah, sure." Yeah. Yeah, I wait. Really don't know. Oh, okay. So, what? if I were you was the band I thought if not for me, was. Yeah, me too. And I know why that was confusing. So I was like, uh, them and Dead by April also had albums dropping in January. Okay. That makes sense. Good. We'll have a couple good ones to talk about, hopefully. Hopefully they'll meet and exceed expectations. There's uh, 12 songs. Okay, good. So what, four we haven't got the, We haven't... So In the House of Leaves is track 11. Mm-hmm. We haven't got the opener or the closer yet. Good. Oh, take fucking notes, everybody else. <laughs> That's how you do it. I will give letters sent home an exception. They do get a pass, yeah. Letters yeah, sent home the... gets a pass. They get a get out of jail free card. They can release the closer. Other bands hide in jail. Do not pass. <laughs> do not pass go. Do not collect streaming royalties. Bro, I'm gonna be. Oh my! January twenty sixth cannot come fast enough. Factual. I'm gonna have this on repeat. Absolutely. It's every I feel like every year needs that January or February album that can like really define the first part of the year. 
I mean, like, obviously we had the death of peace of mind in 2022. I'm hoping that this will be that for at least for, one of us. For me, it was five sleep token singles <laughs> <laughs> last year. <laughs> last year, I was riding the wave of uh, Concrete Castles, Phantom Elite, and as everything unfolds, dropping a bunch of singles. That was the only thing keeping me going. There was a long drought of albums to start out 2023. Alrighty, Justin. Alright, let's finish up singles. We got one to two more coming up. First up, Canner Vice dropping their next single, Where Do We Stand? Where do we Announce the album, cowards! Right? How many singles are we in? This is ever since the machine has dropped. All everything else is singles. So five. Five? Okay. This is void is here too. Void is just their discog. It's from what I know, they're not including it on the album. Huh. Interesting that it's here and when you click on I think it's just Spotify being Spotify. Um, hmm. I was not expecting a slower pace song, and I really like how they did, it and it works super well. They they style. nailed it for like this, yeah, is, this is the first is... song of this style that they've ever done. They absolutely knocked it out of the park. I think they they completely uh, nailed the slow build type of archetype of a rock ballad. This is another beauty brainchild from uh, Cameron Mazel, the. Uh... The guy who produced the uh, vocals for the Memphis Mayfire album last year. No, 2022. That checks out. This has a very... Um, I don't want to say the fight within exactly, but like I get those same sort of vibes from this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Is it a closer? I don't know. Uh, Justin. It could be. I don't have a track list. I, I have no idea. What do you mean? <laughs> he just had a stroke. <laughs> Yo, bro, Jacob had the stroke talk? over the possibility <laughs> of a song being. <laughs> it's because we're so bro, sick it's, of this shit. It's like man. heaven and hiding all over again. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised, but I'm hopeful it's not. Like when we go back and we look at all five of these songs. Um, it's like I, I feel like the masquerade or the blackout could lead into one of the other singles. I feel like this could also be a good either lead in or um, like a good um, break in between like some of the the higher end energy songs. And I don't know, just a lot of the song is done really well, and I would hate that it would be put on a spot in the album that would tear the the enjoyment of it yeah i agree can i say something but, really unhinged questionably go ahead Potent- potentially yes. uh to me this song is either like a track seven of 12 or it's a track nine of 10 or it's the closer does that make any sense no that's yes. about perfect that's that's i have perfect, a stroke actually, yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's too much for jacob <laughs> i can't comprehend what you just said <laughs> this is a, this is either the slow ballad somewhat in the middle of an album. I'm thinking like kind of like a yep. My Own Device by Archetypes Collide type of thing or a Paranoid and Paralyzed, maybe. Um, or this is like um, 
I'm ref- thinking back to like Future Palace's debut album where it's you get break free into my air. Where do we stand is the break free and then there's going to be something after it. Or this is just the closer. It, it has all of that type of energy. Here, here's a good way to answer this. Rob and anyone else at Care Advice just drop the fucking album with Coward. a track list. All the merch. I'm going to pre-order that shit. I, you can't stop me. I was going to say, we need this. <laughs> we need this, this expeditiously. Get, drop it this year. Drop it this year. 2024, not 2023. That shit's over with. 2024 is all we need. I don't need any more albums. 2023, we're done with that year. <laughs> get out of here. With the strength of all the singles the of these singles, this is already a Dark Horse top 10 contender. Oh, oh yeah, no. Like, if not a all... top 10 contender, straight up. Dude, ever if since they ever the... announced the album. We'll never know. <laughs> Ever since the machine dropped, like this band's been on the high. Uh, and I remember when we talked about them, they only had like several thousand, maybe not even that monthly listeners. Yeah, where are they at now? Uh, Fifty-two thousand. Good. Yeah. They should be. Hell yeah, fixed. Helping the boys. Anyway, shall we talk about another band that is deservedly getting the recognition? Criminal criminally underrated for at the start and now finally getting on the rise we got nightlife back with their new single face to face off of an upcoming quote-unquote mini album dropping early 2024 i think it's what Council said? I want to say, I think spring, spring 2024. Nightlife fucks. Nightlife does fuck. I gotta, I gotta say, I think that this might be my, I don't even know if I can call them recent drops, but like my least favorite of the recent drops. But the problem is, is that Nightlife's floor is like 99% of the scene ceiling. So it still is going to be a fucking incredible song. Like, his ability, and this band's ability, really, to find a specific groove and make it work. Like, even that one that one tweet recently where he was like, I'm in my Timbaland era, right? And then he's just got to find where to put guitars on it. The fact that he can take a track like that and the band can then lay down guitars and everything that work to bring that sort of R&B hip-hop pop style into the alternative scene is like fucking forget about it no no other band is doing this issues well i guess issues technically but they were issues was ahead yeah rest in peace issues (laughs) was ahead of their time 110 percent. the scene was not ready for beautiful oblivion and i feel like nightlife are the natural progression and answer to that like when i think issues i think nightlife I think future of the scene. I think this soul punk kind of R and B core type shit that they got going on is bands need to catch up at this point. No one does it like does it like nightlife. No, nobody. And I don't know if anybody will. They should. They should try because I think a lot more music like this would be should they awesome, try though? But... Because if they're just gonna be, like, is it possible to be better than nightlife at this sound? Well, is it even here's worth the thing. It? Here, here's the thing like bands that have attempted this similar style um i reference this a lot but peach club by amorosa mm-hmm. 
also very similar. Yep. In in sound, and I feel like if they have a the if they evolved from that sound instead of doing whatever the fuck they did on Sting, <laughs> um, I feel like Emerosa would be a bit more Todd bound this scene than they are now. Now nightlife finally coming in, showing the world how Emerosa should have been. Yeah. And now reviving issues like nightlife are killing it and they are you know Loki going to be the face that's talked about this year in 2024 yeah them finally having a full like if they've had EPs but if they can get like like you said a mini album I don't know if it's gonna be like Bill Murray style or it's like seven to eight tracks or whatever but just uh, this band's gonna be fucking unstoppable dude there's there's a, I I have nothing but praise for the in my opinion weakest song that they've dropped in a little bit it's still just so good. And they're so undeniable. It's not even that it's weak. It's just that everything else that they've been put so out yeah. has <laughs> been so good. I just... Man, and we're, ta- I, we're talking about it now. And like the when, when this probably drops as part of the mini album, mm-hmm. it's probably going to be like one of the, the higher songs on that. If, if not the entire album, just killing it. Yeah, I have complete faith in whatever misgivings I have about this song, um, which I can't even place. It's literally just the fact that it doesn't feel like it matches up to their other material. But like, I'm I know I'm gonna love it. It's like that. That's the nightlife guarantee. Is I'm gonna love every song, and if I don't love it, I will eventually. There's nothing stopping this band at this point. It's if you're not listening now, listen again in the future. Get on the hype train before it's too late because you're gonna miss it. This band's. If they don't pop off, I would be genuinely surprised. I think they're way too talented not to. Agreed. But it does make me sad that no other band will probably sound like this. So (laughs) the sound becomes few and far between, so I have to take it where I can get it. Yeah, exactly. This, oh man, (laughs) it just makes me mad that not many other people are doing this. Right. They got, everybody had all the time in the world with issues, man. Now you got all the time in the world with nightlife. Fucking push the scene forward, damn it. Like, it's such an untapped side of the scene that people really should be getting into. I, Whatever. In the meantime, we'll take nightlife any chance we can get it. Happy we're finally getting an album. Mini album or not, I'll take it. <laughs> all right, now we got to collect some royalties. Jacob, give us a lead us into the EPs. Um, so we're in EPs, and the uh, first one is Archetypes Collide with the After Hours EP. I always feel so cold, will I ever be satisfied with conquering my goal? The pedestal is a... Good name. Yeah. <laughs> I wa- wonder where they got it from, assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Now, we're not accusing anybody of anything. Just if you guys want to slide us like a five or a 20, like, it's okay. We'll take it. Yeah. Got to put a roof over yeah. our heads somehow. What are you talking about? One of these has over 200,000 monthly plays. A little bit more than that. $25. Take it or leave it. <laughs> I can't believe Destiny is the least played. Oh, it's it's, it's, it's it probably because it's the most recent drops. Yeah. yeah. It is the best one by far. I disagree. I think Damn. My Own Device is actually the best song on here. Or, uh, and I think, in part, that has to be 
because I found my own device to be one of the weakest songs on the self-titled album, but this remix gives it a new life that I think the song should have had originally. And this After Hours remix of my own device has made me enjoy the original song more, going back to it now. Whereas Destiny and Fade Away were already incredible songs, and I feel like they these After Hours versions of them are both solid. I feel like my own device elevates the original song even more. My own device is a really good, like, synthy style to it that I wasn't expecting, but I yeah. kind of fucked mm. with it. It reminds me of some of, like, Dayseekers reimagined stuff or even some of the Normandy White Flag reimagined stuff, like the Don't Need You synth uh, remix or whatever that they did a while ago. Mm-hmm. You thought we were going to get Rick rolled at the beginning of it? What? <laughs> Never mind. I'm confused. It's fine. Um, I think my favorite... I don't know. I like Fade Away because of the lyrics and Kyle's vocal dynamics. I think really work well in the remix. Um, but Destiny also sounds really really good in this style see jake i think the problem i have with my own device is the vocal style doesn't really change it still sounds like he's like sing screaming kind of as opposed to destiny it sounds like they re-recorded it <laughs> mm. that's fair i i don't know i just I really liked what they did with the remix of My Own Device. I don't know. Made me happy. I think the takeaway is that more bands need to do like remixes and like things of their songs like this. Make sure they're good, though. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Yo, Which, fucking Never Tell is ahead of the game on that. I was just about to say, man. Like, Archetypes Collide. Did a I'm good ready job for here. this Day Seeker acoustic album coming. Mm -hmm. is, that, is it an album or EP? I can't remember. It's an album. Big. There's also the full-length deluxe of the death of, death of Peace of Mind coming. The same sort of thing. Concrete for the Concrete Forever or whatever? Yeah. I think it's another 12 to 15 tracks, I want to say. I'm not 100% positive. Nice. That shit is going to sell for $8 bajillion on vinyl. What? They are about to make so much fucking money. <laughs> not to deserve away from Archetypes Collide too much, but... There I'll be yeah. for the drop. Bad Omens and Archetypes Collide should tour. They should. Both? Well, I was about to say, I feel like, I don't know why, I know Bad Omens is local to me in no. Richmond, but I feel like they're a fucking Connecticut band in my head, I don't know why. <laughs> why don't we get an acoustic set from, like, it's a, like the whole, the whole tour is acoustic. We need, someone needs to do that. Oh, I see what you're saying, yeah. Well, bands are listening, just gave you a free idea, take it or leave it. Big <laughs> idea. <laughs> The problem is that would probably be hella expensive because acoustic sets usually are like a VIP treatment because they're more personable. Oh god, yeah. Imagine Bad Omens is like a no, but they could... cap tour type of that, thing. Yeah, that would cost eleven true. bajillion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Resale tickets going for a mortgage down payment. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> going for a, a lost child. Okay. Sold my house to go to the acoustic set. 
Oh boy. Anyways, <laughs> uh, archetypes quiet after hours. EP good smile. Very good smile. Arrogant. Especially destiny. Smile. My own device. Also fade away. Smile. See, we all like a song. <laughs> that just proves how good it is. Exactly. Shout out Archives Collide as a whole. Yeah, shout out that band. For real. They yeah, tour they, with they, weird they, bands, but shout out that band. I know you've been here four times, but I've been out of state all four times. How about they're avoiding you, Jake? How about we get we put like Hive Mind on the TV on the cover album art. <laughs> I just really want to put Hive Mind on a TV, just undisclosed somewhere out in the world. There's just this random portion of our logo just out. We'll get a we'll get a Times Square billboard. Yo, I was thinking more. I was thinking more old school Radio Shack, just in the on the C, uh, CRT in the window. We can, but use sure, our, Times uh, Square that works. Dude, we'll go like out into the country where the billboards are cheap. Yeah, facts. <laughs> Put one there. We'll use all of the money that we got from uh, Justin behind the paywall to pay for it. Yeah, between <laughs> Justin's paywall and the royalties from archetypes collide, I'm sure we can afford this. <laughs> Look, well, all I'm saying is they have to spend money to see me, so I think I'm winning in this. <laughs> for legal reasons, this is a joke. Anyway, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> Talk You're about the next EP. That's our host. <laughs> We've got Save Us, literally, uh, dropping their EP, Lucid. Just got the literally. <laughs> now, am I tripping or did we potentially mention this in the awards episode? I feel like somebody told me to listen I, to this. Look, all I'm saying is go <laughs> check out the Best EP's awards show. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was really scuffed. <laughs> we, we would never. No. I mean, Us, it was really good. <laughs> Smile. We may have talked about all these EP's that were released in December. <laughs> Except for the one that was... Except Sequoia <laughs> coming up. <laughs> Uh, as a okay. kind of a side note, the Sequoia EP technically released in August. Just Deluxe had one <laughs> new song they released this month, so I used it as an excuse to add the entire EP. Anyway, okay. save us. Where? Yeah, save where us. Was that? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I really like the atmosphere of this entire EP. Um, I make note of this quite a bit when it comes up when stuff I like is put in the playlist, but usually I really like that kind of dark haunting atmosphere that kind of doesn't bring in a lot of instrumentals, but still leaves a lot to the imagination. Um, Nightmare is perfect for this. I feel like it's a really good opener into the EP. Uh, my favorite track off this being New Light. I think the New Light as a whole, top to bottom, really flows well together um but this is just a really good clean package top to bottom this is a debut ep if i remember yeah debut ep dude i still gotta listen to it man i got so this is this is a problem i feel like in december is i always get so 
fucking burnt out from music for everything else. So like we mentioned a bunch of shit that I'm like, oh shit, I need to go back and listen to that because I don't remember it or I didn't hear it or whatever. And then January comes and I forget. So thank you for you reminding me. I'm gonna put this as the first thing and listen later. You're welcome. That's not the that's the, may have been the only reason why I put this in. <laughs> Bro needed to I, not, that, not that I released in December or anything. This. I listened to half of this by watching uh, the music videos that released. Uh, I really enjoyed Endless. Endless is definitely my favorite. Of Endless is also really good. Um, really solid chorus. The atmosphere is great. I'm very curious to give the rest of the songs that I haven't heard a listen. Um, solid debut EP. I don't think it would have made anywhere near my like top ten EPs of last year. Would have, but like it's everything I heard was solid, and this band definitely has potential. Um, Endless was definitely the standout for me, though. They are definitely one of the more prominent dreambound bands that are on the rise in the in the last couple months. So it's good to see they're popping off quite well with this debut EP. Derek, if I have to give any of one of these songs like a you must listen to, mm-hmm. I would say Distance is probably going to be the one that stands out for you. Done deal. Know what I'm listening to tomorrow. Cool. Let me know. Up next, uh, this is something that I threw in to make up for the fact that August was fucked. Because guess what day this... Uh, so, actually, let me just... Uh, let's talk about uh, the Deluxe Edition of Sequoia's self-titled debut EP. Sequoia Deluxe Edition. You think that you can break Uh, this comes with one new song, Break, featuring Josh of Catch Your Breath. And it is the best song that Sequoia has ever put out, and it's not particularly close. Oh, damn. It's broad claim. Uh, this band is very much hard rock, hard rock. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if you listen to the main EP itself and the five songs on it, it is hard rock. Uh, no real harsh vocals. You get some like instrumental heavier parts, but it is... Pretty bog-standard hard rock, and I enjoy that for the most part. But getting that hint of Uncleans with Josh from Catch Your Breath on break is such a welcome addition. Not to mention that I think even without the feature, break would be one of their best songs. Um, It's super catchy. The melody is huge. The chorus is huge. Josh's heavy verse in the breakdown is incredible. Low key, like uh, this came out in December, and I was like, "Shit, do I have a feature of the year contender coming in <laughs> at the last minute?" It, I think it's that good. Uh, ultimately, I didn't spend enough time with it, uh, nor do lyrics exist for this song anywhere on the internet yet for me to really dissect it enough. But yeah, "Break" uh, is an incredible song, and I think that the main EP itself has some solid songs on there. I think "Cynical" is uh, the best song on here. And The Way Out has a really catchy riff. Uh, Wandering is their most popular song and is really solid. What you need. Sequoia, I don't think they have put out a bad song. I just don't think they have really hit the peaks that I've been hoping that they would until the release of Break. So I'm very happy that this deluxe edition exists and very happy that I have the chance to even talk about this band. because I haven't talked about this band in a long time. I threw in some of their first singles back in like 2021, I want to say. Um, but uh, their self-titled EP had the unfortunate release date of August 25th, the same day as Concrete Castles and Hot Milk and The Word Alive and like uh, seven bajillion other things. 
So yeah, that was this little EP was not getting talked about in our August recap, unfortunately. So you know, I guess if you're gonna release the deluxe edition of an album, do it in December when not much else is releasing. Uh, but yeah, I think Break is an absolutely incredible song. Derek, I think if you're going to enjoy anything on here, it would be that song. Um, and yeah, I'm pretty happy with this. So question really quickly. Does the Catch Your Breath feature, you mentioned the uncleans, is it only uncleans? Unfortunately, yes. Okay, because I was going to ask, I feel like with a versatile vocalist like that, a lot of times yeah, it'd be more that's, like, uh, the That's the range, other but... thing why I'm like, if it utilized Josh's Queens as like backing vocals to the chorus, mm-hmm. maybe we're talking a feature of the year contender then, but it is just as harsh vocals um, in like the verse. I mean, he's incorporated throughout the entire song. It's not just him on the breakdown verse. Um, he like, they trade uh, lines in the chorus and it's really sick. Uh, but I do think there's some missed potential with how talented Josh is at doing Queens as well. Mm. But hey, it's still the best song that Sakoya's ever d- put out, as far as I'm concerned. So can't complain. Too I can't much. complain too much. Yeah, Jacob, is it me? Oh, we're on the we're talking about Garden again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Garden has released uh, an EP, of course, on the last day of the year Figures. called "This Year Was Not Kind to Me." Place where we made up the sky Canvas is great, all our faces from places The sorry exists on the depths of this part Chapters come chronologically inside our minds That is one thing that I feel like Especially with like, so that's it, huh? Back in 2020, like There's a lot of the releases that come out At the end of the year are like a reflection of how the year went for him which i get and i get why it releases but it doesn't make it any less annoying because this ep is so fucking good Ugh, i think it probably would have made top five for me i don't know if you still yeah. feel the same i know you mentioned that it'd be like number four probably i think yeah i think i'd put i'd place this number four yeah what i really appreciate about it is how different sonically all three songs are but how well they still all work together yes uh, especially how they like fade together like you you don't even notice the transition between concrete and rip me apart no not at all and it's what like a five minute ep yeah something like that it almost feels like a multi-faceted song (laughs) front to back more or less like which i think normally for an ep like i might be like oh okay like I don't know if the song is being that short of work, but it, it almost feels like if it's meant to represent the year, it feels like different phases of the year or different types of emotions felt during the year. I don't know if that was intentional, but that's how I took it. And I think to that end, it works really well. Like I, I you wouldn't think that it, a five minute EP would end up anywhere near the top five or 10 or anything like that in theory, because you got, EPs like for instance Fox Cult, which was like I think 19 minutes, plenty of EPs like 20 minutes long. This is a fourth of that. But it still manages to invoke enough emotion and reflectiveness that you're like, oh, this is so fucking good. Like I almost have we say... have we gotten a, a song in the style of concrete before by him? I don't Ooh. Cause it feels I... very fresh. Yeah. Monday, as far as I know, was the 
closest that we've had in any recent times. I want to say there are two more, but I'm blanking on the names. But they are from, like, a couple years ago, if that. Like, it's been a while. I know he made another one he was tweeting about in the style of Concrete that's coming out eventually. So, how did you feel about Concrete, by the way, speaking of? Um... I don't know. It's see, I like it because it goes together with Rip Me Apart mm-hmm. so well. Like I, I would almost treat it as like one song. Yeah. But again, they're so different at the same time. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I haven't listened to Rip Me Apart by itself. So I'd have to make. I think I'd have to change. I'd I'd base my opinion on that. If how, how "Rip Me Apart" sounds by itself. I think something for me that I really got out of Concrete and this EP is like Mac Miller vibes. I don't know how much you listen to Mac Miller, if any. No. <laughs> um, I think that that sort of style. Because, like, you can hear his his accent in Concrete, which I think is, is it adds to the style a lot. That, like, he's got that kind of New York, New Jersey type of accent that doesn't always come mm-hmm. through. But he really leans into it on Concrete, which I think helps with the punchiness of it. In contrasting, especially with Rip Me Apart and Warm Wishes, like, I think that's part of why it works so well. Is because it, like, starts, the EP starts low. Maybe saying, like, for instance, if it's a timeline, the year started low got higher with concrete and then kind of went back down and ended not as well with ripped me apart. Um, There's just three distinctive styles. I feel like here it shouldn't work as well as it does, but fuck's sake. If there's anybody who can do it, it's going to be garden. I am such a fan of whenever he hops on anything with a piano. I mean, we both love waterproof. I would say Rip Me Apart is probably both of our favorite songs on here, right? It's a fair take. Yeah, I, I, I honestly, like it's five minutes, so I haven't really. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't, I haven't listened to the songs by themselves because I can just listen to the whole EP if I wanted right. to. It's, um, it's shorter than a Sleep Token song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> listen to this ep like 12 or 13 times and st- or you could listen to take me back to eden once <laughs> take me back to eden the track is as long as listening to this ep once and then also listening to warm wishes and concrete all the way through <laughs> yeah probably but there's there's so much packed into the a minute and a half in both of those songs it adds so much to this ep i'm I'm consistently, we mention it, I feel like every time Garden drops something, which I guess is a testament to how well he does it, but it's just the fact that something this short can be, or can have so much packed into it, yeah. and so much to like attach to and like enjoy and listen to. It's like there's nobody in this space that does it quite like Garden. Uh, the dude is just in a league of his own. I love this. Still a little mad that it dropped when it did, but. You know what? No, honestly, is there going to be a little bit of yeah. rule bending next year again? <laughs> I I don't think so for me. I don't think so. I doubt yeah. it. I, I I think waterproof. Unless I, I yeah, so unless unless EPs it. are not great. <laughs> yeah, let's get like, two years but, in a row. But for song, but for songs, I don't think so. 
No. Album time. Only two albums for this month. And I don't know how much we will have to say uh, about either of them. So uh, we might be done here pretty quick. Let's talk about this first one. We got Unprocessed and their album and everything in between. In my opinion, this is a step up from gold, but it's still very hit or miss. Gold's think, better. Like, gold was yeah. Like I, honestly, gold had think... good songs. This has good songs. I just think gold had so many forgettable songs. Whereas at least this is only a nine track album, so even like the forgettable songs aren't like so overbearing. If that makes sense. Yeah, but the argument in an album being too long is then you just you just pick songs that you like from it. But I can understand with uh, the it all kind of blended well together to the point where if you were kind of the outside looking in to the album of gold, um, I, I I can see where your your point of view is. Um, for me. I like this album, but more as a novelty thing instead of actually like enjoying it for the music that it puts out. There is nothing quite like this. Yeah, yeah. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I see. I I I don't mind End Process getting heavier, but I feel like they went too far, in my opinion. I I will agree with that at times. It does get a little mm. too much. Like, like sometimes there's so much instrumentation going on that it just feels like incoherent noise. Yes, but it's so a, I can't remember that, what like, song it, it is, but there's like but... it's like just drums like blasting my ears and I think that I wish I wasn't. Oh, it's it's a oh no, Abyssum is like my favorite. Abyssum is like a really slow song that kind of harkens back to that sound from Gold. Um, it wasn't until that. And the the guitar frets came in um where i feel like i, I was listening to a track off gold i think abyssum is my favorite that like that following glass was a really good stint um fortunately i wish i was i, I wish i wasn't um kind of brought back that kind of drowned out sound uh, that they used a lot especially in hell hell was a reasonable opener, but it didn't do it for me, and I didn't go back to it after the fight. I really enjoyed the middle of, of this album, like the stretch of singles and Die on the Cross of the Martyr featuring Polyphia. I think that song is really solid. Probably my second favorite behind Blackbone. Maybe yep. third behind Thrash, but um, I think Die on the Cross of the Martyr is sick. The breakdown in that song and the um, guitar solo from Tim and Scott are fantastic. The harsh vocal delivery on the Die on the Cross of the Martyr, um, and then, like, get a bit of a breakdown riff uh, of the Martyr, just, I really enjoyed that. Probably one of the, probably one of the more memorable songs on this, well, definitely one of the more memorable songs on this album for me. Uh, but I think it, it doesn't stick the opening, and it doesn't really stick the landing either. You kind of have to, like, 
I don't know. It's like walking through mud to get to a cool view, and then you realize, oh shit, I have to walk back through the mud. <sighs> but I mean, the cool view is really cool. It's yeah. a weird analogy, it, but that's the best I can come up with. I, it, it's just super weird to talk about this album, because it's, it's good. Like, they're hella talented with what they can do with uh, the instruments. Um, and it's a sound that works, but I feel like in... I, I'm glad this was only nine tracks, because if, if this was a full 16, I feel oh, like yeah. any speaker that was playing this album would have exploded into flames at this point. <laughs> because of... Crazy. Yeah, I mean, at this point, what more you to say? But Unprocess is still really talented. Uh, if any, if gold was any indication of that, um, like they still are really, really this, good. This just further cements how incredibly talented they are. I just don't think sonically uh, this sound is something we resonate with. My favorite from them is still going to be real, uh, featuring Tim Henson. But uh, that wasn't on either of the albums, so I cry. This this album seems to be doing well for them, though. Oh yeah, no, they're. 200,000 monthly listeners. It's going wild. They're touring off of it. I was kind of tempted to buy a ticket. I might. We'll see. Who's opening? Uh, Good question. I can tell you in a moment. Derek, did you get to this? I didn't, no. I heard that the reactions to it were not as positive as gold so when i was making <laughs> on what to yeah listen why to, I was like, no Dude. it's why couldn't he go back to being horny why does he have to be a satanist in this <laughs> uh we don't know the opener okay hasn't been announced yet really i thought that tour is pretty soon isn't it like february uh it's april oh that makes more sense anyway we'll, pro we'll probably know in february Shall we go to an album that's better? I'm interested yeah, you, to hear about this. You can say that. Have you not? Have you not heard it? I haven't. What? I know. I know. I'm a bad person. This was up there as one of the ones that I wanted to listen to and just literally have not had a chance to. Like I need to, especially after you mentioned as your number twelve. I figured I could hear more about it from uh, this recap and then go from there. So we have. Health, which is I think first time, yeah, this is first time on the podcast. Um, with the release Rat Wars. And I don't know what number album this is for them. I'm not going to tell you because I don't know. I'll go <laughs> find out. Uh, no, don't even bother. There's so oh, many. Oh, good lord. Yeah. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> yeah, this band's been around for a while. Um, and this is the first... I only heard of them because they were opening for Sleep Token. That's how I heard of them. Um, so, this is like... It's it's ki kind of vibey, like, like Sleep Token, but also not. Like, it's... it's more... Uh, it, it gets... Like it's like those building songs, like Sleep Token, but um, 
when it gets to its like climax, it's more industrial sounding, almost like the Doom soundtrack, honestly. Yeah. And, uh, I listened to a couple of songs off of this just to like test it because I, I needed uh I was trying to hit a hundred albums. He suggested this to me, so I was like, all right, let me let me test the waters on the sound before I go full in. And it, very industrial, almost reminds me of old Blue Stolly, which is a name I don't think I've mentioned on this since like 2020. I was gonna say there's been a, uh, a, a recent lack of Blue Stolly. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's very industrial, like cyberpunky. Mm-hmm. At least from the but then the vocals. Hear. The vocals are like the complete opposite, and they're like yeah, they're super they're soft like, and like buried in the, in the in, mix. In, yeah, exactly. They're they're very buried in the mix, and it's it's very interesting because I feel like it's something I could just like put on and like vibe to, even though it's like like bashing my ears in at times. <laughs> <laughs> The vocals are like kind of the opposite of the industrial, and I don't know if we ever get any screaming. Maybe in the feature by Godflesh, I think there is. But if you like the Doom soundtrack, you will like this album. <laughs> it is very Mick Gordon Doomy. From the yeah, few, I think I've heard the first like three or four tracks off this because you sent it to me, and I listened to it for the rest of my drive home after you sent it. It was damn good, and I meant to listen to it, and I didn't. But everything that has been said sounds like some shit I'd enjoy. So, much like, uh, oh, what is the, fuck, what is the EP? Much like the Save Us EP. I know what 2023 release that I missed, so I'm going to get to. Finishing out my uh, 100 albums for 2023, it was basically between this or Off-Road Minivan, and I listened Mm. to a couple Off-Road Minivan songs, and I was like, that's much more up my alley. Let's go. See, yeah. Fell to the sidelines. I feel like I wouldn't really like this. Uh, no. The reason I do like this is because of the vocals. Most industrial music mm-hmm. or, or industrial sounding music, it's what turns me off is the vocals. I I like the Doom soundtrack, and that's because there's no vocals. And yeah, the basically the vocals aren't a turn off for me. And I really love the the sound I'm getting from the instruments in this. I haven't I haven't really dug into lyrics or anything. It's not something I really would want from this band is lyrics. It's just something to put on and slay a bunch of zombies to <laughs> for dead or something. In yeah. Minecraft? In Minecraft. Yeah, sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> or to play the famed uh PvE Overwatch. <laughs> No, that I know it's, <laughs> it's so well received, <laughs> and that we are all very big fans of, right, guys? Yeah, guys? bro, don't get me started. Does For that fans of doom. Fans of doom is real. <laughs> Short little episode to cap off the year. Yeah, I feel like December usually wins. Yeah, people are not quiet. last year. before the storm. Was last December last a long one? I yeah, feel like when, last year was pretty chill. Last year, when, when Derek left us for about three months, and we decided on whether or not oh, to, yeah. to skip it or include it, I'm like, no, well, there's so I much. I don't remember that. Also, guys, I need to point this out on the show while we before I forget. Oh no, mm-hmm. I am the only one in this podcast who follows the podcast on Spotify. 
Do I not? I do. Unless oh, it's private. Maybe it's private. It says three followers, uh, though. So it's... Let me double check. Anyway, that's what it says for me. If I go to the podcast followers, all I see is myself. With that maybe being said, be sure to go private. follow us on Spotify. Uh, Hive Mind <laughs> Radio on uh, Spotify. You can find us there. You can find all the episodes in our uh, 2023 awards episodes. Uh, we gave some hints to it throughout this episode. Uh, go listen to our... Um, we did never. top five singles, top five EPs, top ten albums, the Behemoth Giga episode. Um, probably the last time we're doing it in that format because holy yeah. shit, that was uh, a lot. Oh. it certainly was a lot. But uh, also, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at High Mind Radio underscore, and subscribe to our YouTube channel as well uh, for video versions of these episodes or visuals. Anyway, um, yeah, twenty twenty three was. Probably the most underwhelming year of us doing this. Started I... off scuffed, ended off scuffed. I would say uh, 2020 this... just because there was a lot that, that dropped in 2020 given the circumstances. Mm. But this is close second. Mm. Yeah, I would, I would agree with you there, Jake. I think, I think 2022 is definitely my favorite year that we've Agreed. done this yeah. podcast. 2022 and was awesome. 2023 is probably my least favorite. Now that we have some extra time, um, I mentioned this at the, the end of the year recap, because we had so, we had so much leftover time at the end of the uh, album awards, I thought, what better way to save some time but uh, to include this question here. Uh, what albums are we looking forward to in 2024? Yes, most anticipated release. Fuck. Something something letter sent home. I'll talk about it more in our January recap. <laughs> something something. I don't know. Um, that have been announced or not announced. Speculated. So I think for announced or well, I think it's basically confirmed is uh, Eminence is making as yep releasing an album this year. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who else. Uh, Bring me. For... That's announced. <laughs> if it ever comes out. <laughs> for me, I'm always stuck in that perpetual uh, motion of will speech patterns ever drop anything? Because it's been four years since they said they had an album that they were planning for 2020, and that's not happened. Um, will Time the Evaluator return? I'm also lost in Time the Evaluator Purgatory. Bro. How about and Traceless, uh, Paloma, Paloma, Paloma? That, that EP is in Purgatory, Traceless, The Devil Wears Prada, Wolves, Final Written Expert. by Wolves needs to uh, announce something. What, what dropped, album? Uh, hmm? What album from them? Do they not have an album? I don't know. They said at one point they're waiting on art for it, but that has never Not... come up. And that that was like five months ago. We haven't heard from Derek. Derek, what's your answer? Either Prada or Make Them Suffer, I think. Oh, yeah. But... Make Them Suffer is a good shout. Bad Flower. Bad Flower is another good one. Nightlife. I... I would love to see. I think I don't. I don't know if Starset's making music anymore. They announced that like final tour, right? I don't know if they're. 
I, I want to wanna, see one more I say it's just from that story, but I don't know. Oh, maybe. Because that, that, that was like a story thread that was going on for like two or three albums. Maybe. I'm really hoping that Anchor finally drops an album this year because they released Prisoner in December 2022. And I was like, oh boy, Anchor top 10 album 2023. And then nothing. Yeah, um, Jacob, uh, I'm looking at Reddit right now. Apparently, there there is a fifth album coming up. Dustin's confirmed it on some tours and lovely should be releasing early 2024. Early 2024, yeah, or 25, 24. Oh, there was speculation soon. it would have been late 2023, but with no singles, it probably is going to be this year. I think Derek needs to say one more. Well, the problem is, is my picks would have been issues. And then, mm-hmm. you know, and my pick would have been icy stars, but yeah. You know, fuck. I'm trying more to hands think. like houses, but you know, yeah, fuck. God dang it, dude. <laughs> Every time. Can I have nothing? I'm Until I wake. Who else? Oh, fuck. Stop. <laughs> you know what? Um, Derek, I got one for you. Loveless. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Too close to touch EP? Maybe. I guess it's not an album, though. I'm excited for the DC acoustic. I honestly, if I can be so for real, it's probably either the Concrete Forever, like Deluxe of the Death of Peace of Mind, or it's um, any potential new Spirit Box album this fall. They haven't mm-hmm. promised anything, but I think they said potentially something could come out later this year, so. If there's something there, I'll take it. But otherwise, meh. I'll be happy with Prada. Assuming it comes out this year, I hope it does. I it I, better. I thought, <laughs> Jeremy was tweeting about a new song. Let me see. If, yeah, this is what he tweeted. He said he tweeted this. I can't really show it on the podcast. Sold. Prada wins yeah. <laughs> most anticipated album 2024. Yeah. Just start if Prada releases these... another song Prada. like Salt, I'll add another Prada song to my playlist. Maybe we can wrap it up. I think they'll yeah. do it. We'll be back with our January recap in a few weeks. Potentially changing up a few things with how the live streams work. We do live stream these, by the way, if you didn't know. Uh, be sure to follow us because uh, we'll I'll share the like stories and we'll tweet about it when we are live. So if you want to hang out in the chat with us, discuss the songs as we do it live, feel free to join us and hang out. Um, but we might be pending. Yes. Uh, we might be changing <laughs> up a few things, adding some stuff, uh, just doing some stuff, uh, making some changes for the new year because we're going on. What, like four years of doing this show at this point, and it's the format's mostly stayed the same. So I imagine it'll also it'll probably mostly stay the same, but I think we have some ideas that we want to consider adding in going into twenty twenty four. So we'll see how that goes. Make the episodes even said, longer. <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, hope you enjoyed the twenty twenty three series, if you want to call it that. And we'll be back for. Yeah, we'll be back for our 2024 recaps shortly, soon, TM. 
not and hopefully in I May. can hear out of my left ear and won't be sick. Why'd you say not in May? Now we have to hope Derek's internet holds up. Dude, don't even say that. <laughs> <laughs> don't even say that, man. Have a good one, y'all. Have a good one. Bye. See ya.